Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Asian markets are trading lower this morning following a marked rise in COVID-19 cases and a sharp fall on Wall Street on Friday. Tokyo and Sydney are looking at morning drops approaching 2%. Seoul is trading lower as well as U.S. futures. Joining me now to discuss what is fueling the sell-off is Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. How's it going? Morning, Michelle. How's your weekend? <laughs> uh, busy. Can I? Uh, you know, both Ryan and I are going to be up in arms in, in the midst of the the watch party for now. Day, right? So there are lots of rehearsals to get through. Yeah, so it is once every five years. So I am actually looking forward to the experience and yeah. also thinking about how this might be different compared to previous elections, which um, I think you and I have experienced the mm. buzz of the crowd on the grounds mm. may not be there because of the COVID-19 restrictions. Absolutely. But it's always exciting because nomination day is a day when we you know, figure out who the candidates are who are going to be fighting for our vote. Things can change at the last minute. Mm. You know, people on the slates can be moved around in politics. They say timing is everything. So it's going to be, it's going to be a great show. Uh, Ryan, you'll be on from what time? I will be on the ground sometime from the morning... 10.30 onwards on screen at least, but I'll be there in advance at Jurong Pioneer uh, JC. That mm. is the battleground for Chachukang GRC, Pioneer SMC and Hongkar North SMC. And this is something I'm looking forward to. It mm-hmm. might be a four-corner fight for Pioneer SMC. And there's an independent candidate who threw his hat into the ring yesterday and he is dubbed Mr. Sunflower. Oh, wow. You can read more about his profile in the Straits Times. Yeah, there used to be the Uber driver and now it's Mr. Sunflower. Well, we listen, listen out for all the twists and turns of nomination day. I'll be with you live from 11.30. We are simulcasting here on Money FM 89.3 so you can watch us on YouTube and hear us right here on radio as well. All right, time for a look at the markets this morning. Ryan, the number of COVID-19 cases globally has topped 10 million. 500,000 people have now died from the disease. We saw U.S. markets tumble on Friday, Asian shares are trending lower this morning. Is it fair to say that COVID-19 and concerns about new lockdowns or slower reopenings are the number one risk factor facing markets this week? Yeah, pretty much taking off where we left off from last week. COVID-19, the spike in the number of cases and those you know, hopes of reopening is dimming once again. And you are looking at the states of Texas and Florida among them rolling back some of those plans to reopen. And you are also, I think, one of the headlines coming out from the entire COVID-19 pandemic is another corporate victim has filed for bankruptcy. And this is Chesapeake Energy. This is one of the biggest energy companies in the US. And they were actually one of the pioneers behind fracking. And that is the process of extracting oil and gas from rocks. So they actually were one of the pioneers and the leaders helping the US to become an exporter of natural gas from an importer. So that's how much they really turned around the industry. But now um, they've become a bit of a victim of their own success. They grew so fast by so much by borrowing money and with the prices, they, the way they are, depressed by the COVID-19 uh, lack of demand, they are unable to sustain those debt levels and they have been crushed under the weight of their, their um, debts that have been accumulating over the past few years. So that is the latest um, 
from the COVID-19 front, and it appears to be weighing on markets, at least if you look at the energy sector in the, in the Australian markets. Uh, Australia is down right now by around 2% of the energy sector, down by roughly 3%. So it is weighing across the other markets as well, COVID-19, uh, mostly in the red for across the screen right now. All right, here at home though, Ryan, we are going to see a significant reopening this week. I am talking about Universal Studios Singapore, the casinos and about a dozen other attractions. They're going to be allowed to reopen from July the 1st, albeit with fewer people. Are these reopenings, Ryan, expected to give a boost to local stock market sentiment? Yeah, it is promising if you look at the, I guess, headlines, right? 13 attractions reopening come Wednesday. And that's going to be, I guess, good news for people like you and me. We have something else to look forward to on the weekend. <laughs> so you can go to the zoo, perhaps. You can go to casinos at MBS or RWS. No, that is great. But you do have restrictions, and that is a cap of 25% of capacity, and you have to go online to get your bookings. And then you have still, I think, one part of the equation still missing, and that is the tourists. They are not back yet, and they, I think these attractions really need that to come back online uh, before things really take off. But good initial first steps to get to you know, reopening fully, and I think uh, this would be, uh, well... A welcome news for a lot of people, at least. Let's turn to corporate news. Facebook looking at an unprecedented exodus of advertisers. Starbucks, Coca-Cola, Unilever. These are just a few of the big names that say that they are halting their social media buys. The companies have come under pressure to boycott Facebook until it takes steps to address posts that glorify violence and promote racism and spread disinformation. Facebook generated more than 17 billion US dollars in ad revenue in the last quarter alone. Are these latest announcements, Ryan, likely to make any sort of impact to Facebook's bottom line? Yeah, so this is quite a big, um, I guess, reputational blow to Facebook. So many big brands pulling out and you ran through quite a few big ones. Uh, But if you take away the headlines, it may not really affect Facebook, if it's just for one month, at least. (laughs) And that's because also, a majority of Facebook's ads, the ad revenue, comes from small and medium enterprises. And these are the ads you see, like, you know, buy this mattress for $19.99, please click here. So these are the type of ads, you know, the quick response ads, the uh, direct response ads that really rake in the majority of Facebook's revenues. So the big ad campaigns, um, to a certain extent, if you take it, look at it, you know, taking a step back, is not going to kill Facebook's ad revenue uh, and it is just for at least one month for now uh, but who knows how long this will last and how this will affect other ads for now so this is I guess something Facebook is starting to take a bit more attention to so last week it did make a bit of a concession to say it will ban ads that represent uh, races or religions as threats so it is taking a bit of notice making a bit of headway but maybe not as much movement as what some of the advertisers want Facebook to do.
All right, moving from Facebook to a unicorn. I, I hope you remember the story of mattress unicorn Casper Sleep. We talked about this a few months ago because it IPO'd. So Casper touted a unique model of selling mattresses online, along with some pretty high-profile celebrity endorsements. Investors poured in more than 100 billion, 100 million, excuse me, you're not talking about Facebook anymore, 100 million US dollars into its IPO for Casper. But now the mattress seller is accused of misleading investors. Tell us more. Yeah, so this is, like you mentioned, a mattress in a box, right? So it's one of those e-commerce type of place and you can buy a mattress online and they ship it to you. And they had the endorsements of many celebrities, including Ashton Kutcher, uh, this rapper called Nas. You've got famous investors as well. Um, Kylie Jenner endorsing the brand. So it is quite a big name in the US at least. Mm -hmm. And apparently, like you mentioned, investors not happy with how apparently Casper has been um, sharing information. So they are not happy. They did not know that Casper has been clearing out old and outdated mattress inventory at clearance prices. So that's not good news for profits. Uh, you also are looking at apparently Casper's cash position weaker than what it disclosed. So they are not happy about that as well. And they were quite, uh, they're pointing out this, um, this situation where in April, uh, two months ago, Casper said it needed to improve its cash position and business model. And this is just a few months, three months after it IPO and raised $100 million. So they were left scratching their heads. Why do you need to even raise more money after getting so much money from the IPO? Right. So they were really puzzled. And, and I think that really started to get them digging behind the numbers to find out what really is going on behind Casper. And I think Casper uh, for now is defending itself. Um, and this is going to play out in the court. So we have to wait for this one to um, see how this uh, unfolds. All right, 9.14 on the clock. Let's check back in, Ryan, with local markets. The Straits Times Index rallied a bit on Friday, but was still down more than 1% at the week. It finished a few points above 2,600. How has the blue chip index been trading this morning? Yeah, it, is, uh, it was up 0.5% on Friday. And so far this morning, giving up most of those gains is down 0. 4% back below 2,600 points. And it is pretty much in line with the rest of the region. You've got Australia down by 1.6%. Um, the Jap Jap Japan's markets, the Nikkei 225 down 1.5% and Korea down by 0.9%. And pretty much investors worrying about the COVID-19 uh, jump in cases and going back home. Uh, some of the top movers, you've got the likes of DBS is down by 0.9%. So the banks are down, UOB down by 0.8% and OCBC down by 0.5%. So that's pretty much the picture we have right now. A bit of a rocky start to the week. Indeed. We will keep digesting market news for you right here on Your Money. I'm Michelle Martin. Stay with us. Coming up, we're going to discuss uh, a tech startup and new ways uh, that companies are looking at getting you that upgrade. Airline upgrade used to be my favorite thing in the world. That's coming up in just a while. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.